In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little... Or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
got them yellows, got them purples, got them reds. Hey. Life's gon' hit it, make you woozy in your head. What it do in the loo? Ice grill, cut your grandma with the hustle, smooth bricks, and the gangsters bang hammer. I'm on the block. I'm in the club. I'm on the block. I'm on the block, posted up like a mailbox, staying licks on the grind, putting money in my socks. A legend in the hood for gold grills and pop the seals. An icon on the mic for showcasing my verbal skills. I'm in the club, posted up with some gang bangers, still flipping the old school candy Cadillac on swingers. I got a styrofoam white cup, full of that drink, looking for that drink. My hustle game sharp as a shank. You guys, welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your bud, Ryan, and this is your Friday episode. How the heck are you? Did you miss me on Thursday? Probably not. You probably are listening to this a year from now. Who knows? That's why it's great. You can listen to this whenever you want it. Uh, We've been doing four episodes a week instead of five and usually taking Thursday off. But if you need more, I, I released a new Patreon episode yesterday. So we released like three Patreon episodes that never hit the main feed. Uh, over there, including the Roni recap. And then we had our good friend Samaj Bloodson uh, back on the show on Patreon. And he tells us all, he has so many adventures, you guys. We've had so many conversations with him on the Patreon through the years. And it is, uh, he's like my little brother. I just, I worry about him. He's out there in the big city going to all these concerts and his love life. And uh, it's it's a whole thing, you guys. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. And also remember, if you like this, rate and review it. Five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Good. That's out of the way. How the heck are you guys doing? I got a, uh, a tweet or an X. It's now called X, not Twitter. I got an X that said, uh, I think the, the person said, they like it when I say, how are you? And and I, I always, you know, reply back or, you know, if I'm not feeling good, I say I'm not feeling good. And I like that because that's how I picture it. When I ask how you guys are doing, I really picture you guys, especially you, you dirt. I see you, you dirt. No, uh, I picture you too, Ron. Is can, uh, did you know, some sons have always, did you know, Kyle Richards is in a music video with Morgan Wade? Yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> you guys, we got to talk about, uh, we got to talk about our girl Kyle Richards here. And by the way, we have amazing guests. We have the two podcast hosts, uh, hosts, Kaya Wilson and Aaron Marcellus from the podcast Bravo. We're black. I think they are just, and this is just a really loose, fun conversation that we dip into a lot of Bravo. And then halfway in the middle, we start talking about, and just like that sex in the city. And we talk about um, like dirty films, like with nudity on Netflix. So it goes there. And then we go right back to Bravo after that. So there's something for everybody in this. I will get to that in a second. Remember there are timestamps if you want to skip there right now, but listen, this is what I've been thinking about the last couple of days. Um, I've been thinking about death. No, no, but I know what I've been thinking about is we've all got to get a sense of humor. We got to find our senses of humor again. And it's fine. Like, you know, some things you don't think are funny. Like I'm not a big fan of carrot top. I still appreciate people that do like carrot top. Anyway, that's not the the point. The point is, um, we've got like the, the fact we take everything so seriously, right? Everything is so seriously. Like I, I implore people, I, I have to remind myself 
try to find something humorous. And that's what these shows or pop culture is that we can take them at face value and how serious it is. But we can also find humor in all of these things. That's what I also love to highlight on this show is that we can laugh at these things. We can laugh at the ridiculousness. We can laugh at people being hypocrites. We can laugh at Jax Taylor all of a sudden saying, hey, hey, leave Tom alone. Tom Sandoval's a good guy. We all go through bad times. <laughs> we can laugh at that kind of stuff, right? And we can laugh together as a group. So there are two things, two examples that I want to want to use. They're both in the Bravo sphere. And remember on Monday, we'll do a pop culture roundup with a bunch of other pop culture stories. This has been kind of a heavy Bravo week. Um, and, and Bethany, Bethany Frankel, I'm begging, I'm imploring you to get a sense of humor. My goodness. Um, we got to, we'll get, oh gosh, I feel like we're going to now be talking about her, which she wants for the rest of the year. And I swear to God, Bethany Frankel, if you ruin BravoCon for us, if you do, oh, ugh. I am going to, I, you know, I am actually working on this, but I'm going to announce it to you. I am working on a reality show viewer union. We are going to unionize me and you, but our demands are going to be simple. I will be giving you my demands next week. So look forward to that. And please sign your name to Ryan Bailey's reality show viewer union. It's going to be a thing, folks. It's going to be big. Not going to get as good of lawyers as Bethany, but I'll get somebody. I'll get, I've seen like billboards. You can call like 800 numbers. Um, I am starting a reality show viewer union and I hope you'll join. And they're very simple demands. I cannot wait to share with you some of these demands next week. It's happening, baby. Bethany, I'm going to steal your spotlight immediately. Um, okay, so here's two examples. Now, Real Housewives of Orange County, we're going to do a full recap this next week. Um, and I had so much fun doing the recap this week. If you haven't checked it out, it uh, I'm unhinged on it. I love it. But they do this little stupid that I, I really enjoyed the episode. I think it's been a great season, but this episode really took it to another level is that they had the, the women all dress as each other, you know? So like Emily, uh, Emily dressed as, uh, who did Emily, Emily dressed as, no, I don't know. I, I remember like, Taylor dressed as Tamara and it was so, so Tamara dressed as Heather to bro, Gina, Gina, Gina dressed as uh, Emily and had like padded hips. And it was actually really funny. Um, but Shannon Bedore, she won hands down and she dressed as Gina and she dressed as Gina with the bad hair extensions from seasons past. And I thought this was really funny. And I did not take it as a mean-spirited jab. That was the whole bit, is dress up. Like, listen, the new character, Jen, dressed as Taylor Armstrong, and she lined her lips, and it looked like she, you know, it looked like, you know, when people line their lips and it looks like an asshole, like a, like a literal, I was like, that's offensive. But no, that was like, you know, Taylor loved it, was laughing about it. But this Gina... Like, I worry about Gina. You guys, Gina seems to have lost all sense of humor. So she was a little offended in the show, but then she took to social media as you do. And I'm going to be reading this in my Gina voice and please have a sense of humor about it. This is not a, this is just my interpretation of Gina. And she put a, uh, a shot of her a long time ago on the show and of Shannon and Shannon, it looks hysterical with the extensions and the purple, like spangly dress. It's so it it really made me laugh. And I listen, I she didn't Shannon didn't come in like fuck you, Gina. You fuck you, Gina. Like, no, it was just Shannon. So, anyways, this is what she writes. 
this is me. This is me at a time that was dark. That was scary. The pain in my life at that time was real. And the way I looked was a reflection of that time. To anyone out there that is struggling to keep themselves and their children afloat and can't seem to time fine for a blowout, don't feel bad about that. You're doing the best you can. Remember, there's light at the end of the darkness. You will get there. And when you do, remember, there will always be people that try and bring you back there to remind you of the worst times, your darkest days. Keep it in perspective. Usually, it's people who are in more pain than you are. Try and empathize, but don't allow yourself to become someone else's doormat. Reclaim those moments. Don't let anyone take them from you. I'm a fucking warrior. I went through the worst of the worst. I shared my heartache and pain and navigated through all of it with no light and no map and came out on top. I looked back at these photos and I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of how far I've come. I'm proud that I've found happiness and that my children are thriving and that my family is fully intact. Thank you so much to everyone that supports me and champions my successes instead of reminding me of my painful past and missteps, Shannon Bedore. I'm so thankful to be where I am today and wish nothing but the same for those still struggling. Love you. Okay. That's a great message. Like, right? That's a great message. It would have been a great message if she had posted it in no regards to Shannon dressing up as her. Like, come on, get a sense of humor. Like every, every lady on the housewives, we've made fun of some sort of outfit, some sort of hair. Like I, I, I just, it's like, I'm all for Gina's personal journey of strength and being a warrior and all of that stuff. But to be so triggered by Shannon Bedore, Shannon Bedore of all people. And then to be like, you know, she, the people like that are going through something worse. Probably no shit. You didn't need to make that post. Or make it when you're like off season and when you like make it don't have somebody's like, you know, little like imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Somebody's imitation of you cause you to write a, a self-help book about something that we can all see. Like we've all seen Gina make this amazing improvement. I don't think she's great on the show, but yeah, she looks great. It seems like Travis is a nice guy. Her kids are awesome. Weird relationship with her ex, but whatever, not my business. But the, the the thing like this, this, this constant, this warring now she has with Shannon, because then it continued on social media. And I'm like, you guys, like you guys are missing like the script, like Gina, we get it, man. Like you're above, like, don't take the bait on shit like that. Like I really, maybe you guys disagree with me, but I, I just, I thought that was just so wild. And it's like, yeah, we all, we, we, yes, you know, right. You know, you know, pick people up, you know, let them rise, champion them and stuff. But when it's like spurned on by a stupid, like dress up contest on a housewives show, it sometimes I think muddies that actual amazing message. That's just my thoughts. And I thought I was like, dude, come on. Cause it was silly. You guys saw it. It was silly. And if you had watched the rest of the show, Shannon got so shit canned wasted, started getting insane talking about like being paralyzed with fear over her boyfriend, which is normal. She says, <laughs> she's like, I don't have problems with John. What I do have is that it's a very normal relationship where we fight and I am left paralyzed in fear. <laughs> 
I was like, holy shit, Shannon. Like, it was amazing, you guys. It was like an insane moment because she was like, I have normal fights that leave me paralyzed in fear. Which, by the way, I've had those in my past as well. So I totally get that. But what I've come to realize that what? That's not normal. That is not normal. So it's like, Gina, you saw where that night ended. Like, come on. It's like you're fighting somebody that, I don't know, it, it just, it really bothered me. And I feel like I can't tell if this is a bit to like stay on the show. Like she really needs to get some kind of fan redemption or like people behind her. So the producers can see that she deserves to be there. I don't know. It just read so weird to me. I don't know why I'm so passionate about this. The other thing, the other thing is Miss Kyle Richards, uh, her music video that she directed for Miss Morgan Wade, her new special friend in country music, uh, premiered today. And uh, this is from a Daily Mail article. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans go wild over Kyle Richards. I did not go wild. I mean, I liked it. I didn't go wild. Over Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade's, quote, undeniable chemistry in her rumored girlfriend's new music video, quote, now that is how you come out as a later in life lesbian. And it quotes a bunch of like Instagram comments like Rochelle from Selling Sunset. Who's like, stop stealing my thunder, girl. No, she wrote, yes. And then four fire emojis. Yes, queen. Yes. And then somebody wrote, the chemistry is unreal and undeniable. And then somebody says, Vanda Richards as an LGBTQ plus. I can say this is a piece of art. Congratulations. And then somebody wrote, well, now I have absolutely zero questions remaining. And then somebody wrote, now that is how you come out as a later in life lesbian. Love you, Kyle. Um, listen, and th this all goes back to Jeff Lewis was on Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday night with Heather McDonald. Really fun. I always love watching Jeff Lewis and Heather McDonald finally got to be on there. That was, and they did great. Um, Jeff Lewis, uh, they did this thing where she it was some game telling opinions about housewives. And he said, yeah, me and Kyle are great. You know? And then it was, I think, I think the exact line of like, yeah, I don't know why she didn't tell me she's like, uh, 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 a late in life, les lesbian on Ozempic. It was something of that nature, but it was funny. It was a laugh. And then Kyle today, the music video comes out by the way. And the music video is like, yeah, sexy. It's like Kyle's the neighbor. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at this sexy Morgan Wade. I'm already like, I have pet peeves of the videos because Morgan Wade's like moving into the neighborhood. I think that's like one of the conceits of the video. And Kyle's like fantasizing about Morgan Wade because she's all hot and tatted up. And uh, she's like, there's like, she's like, has one of the moving boxes and the moving box says like weights or like dumbbells or something. And you can tell there's no weights or dumbbells in that. And that just annoys me as a viewer. Do you guys ever see that on TV where somebody will be drinking a cup of coffee and you like, you're like, there's not any fucking liquid in there. The way they're holding the cup is just like, you're like, that doesn't have any weight to it. I watch too much TV. So then I like get distracted by little things like that. But that was like my big bone to pick with that video. I was like, those aren't dumbbells in that thing. There's nothing in there. She's lifting it up. Like it's like a piece of tissue. <laughs> so I'm going to calm down. Um, but then it's all sexy and they do this like feeding like fruit. We'll do a full video breakdown this next week. But then Kyle was on like some Amazon live, all these housewives and like the Vanderpumpers, they're always doing Amazon lives. I'm like, Dude, you don't need to give me a reason to go on Amazon. I'm already going on Amazon. Like there's all like, I don't need you to sell me anything on Amazon live. I'm good. Um, but Kyle, I think was on Amazon live and she said something to the effect of somebody asked her about like, have you responded to Jeff Lewis texts? Are you, are you okay? And she's like, I just didn't because I'm just, 
I'm just about had it with all of this stuff. I'm just fed up. And I'm like, awesome. Great. You know, it's hard in life. It's per, you know, personal stuff. But when you then put out a video that you direct, like that you do a music video where the whole conceit of the video is that you got all hot and bothered for your new neighbor and you're doing all these like sexy or potentially sexy of like kissing and really close with the lips. And people are like, oh my God, Kyle's trolling. It's so good. She's trolling the trolls. And I didn't even take it as any of, I don't know. It was, but by the way, I didn't hate the music video guys. I, I made the point earlier on Instagram. I've, I've sat through like horrible Kanye West music videos. It was way better than like, I didn't care either way. The song was fine. And listen, it's going to get Morgan Wade attention in the end. I still want to know what Kyle's main motivation and all of this, like, obviously she really believes in this lady's music, but I mean, it is one of those things of like, yeah, man, like Jeff Lewis is going to say those things. It's Jeff Lewis. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, we're all like, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like you might be on Ozempic, but if you're not, that's cool too. Get over it. Get over it. If you are going to freak out about every little thing, stop putting out music videos. Stop directing the, the documentary on Morgan Wade. She's probably going to come on Beverly Hills and like when they pick back up filming, she's probably going to be in that as well. Stop doing that then because we're going to comment there's a whole cottage industry, myself included, based around these things. And I dig Kyle. I don't have problems with Kyle. Like, I don't even know Kyle. But like, I will say when people are like, I'm just fed up and I just, it just gets too much. I'm like, well, maybe don't put up the music video where you're acting like you're bumping uglies. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe stop scissoring people in music. And that didn't happen. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like, get a sense of humor. If your sense of humor is going to be all in that music video, which was like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, stay with that sense of humor. That's the road to go down. Then laugh. Jeff Lewis is off. Like, Oh, Jeff, he's such an asshole. He's such a, what an asshole. Like what a, Oh, him with his lips. He's such an ass. Like laugh it off, Kyle, laugh it off. All of this. You can't play both sides where you're trying to be in on the joke and then offended at the joke at the same time. And that's my recommendation for Gina or my recommendation for any kind of person in reality shows or us in our real lives is that stop and look around at how ridiculous life is, period. Whether you're on a show or whether you're not on a show, it's ridiculous. You can look around right now where you are in your car or at work or in that like manhole cover, wherever you're at, uh, where look around. There is something ridiculous to behold. There is something ridiculous. There is something ridiculous about to be said. You're going to hear something that's crazy. You're going to see something that's nuts and laugh at it. Like that's how we get through this insanity that is life. Wow. I really went up on the, up on the, up on the Mount right now, just sermoning. I don't know. It was just the thought that I had right before I, cause I was, I just read this and I was like, guys, we got to learn to like, you know, the people that like just roll with it and laugh things off. You know, I don't know. I, I end up kind of trusting those people. I, res I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anywho, um, also quick update on my mom. Uh, listen, she's, there's not really much to update. Thank you so much for all of your thoughts and people messaging me and things like that. And I'll let you know more as that happens. I did have a little bit more of a personal update on the Patreon last week. And I, I got a really touching message today of somebody saying, you know, like they had lost one of their family members and hearing me talk about it really helps them process it too. And I thought that was such an amazing 
um, it, it really moved me to the fact I didn't get to respond to it yet. Cause it just moved me so much that I was like frozen. Like, you, you know, like when you just get frozen, you're like, Oh, it's that's so much. Like, it's so beautiful that this has made you feel anything when I'm still trying to figure out how to feel about things sometimes, if that makes sense. So I'm sorry, as I catch up and try to remember or even learn how to be a person through all of this. And, and I wasn't really that much of a person before all of this. So, you know, uh, lo a lot's happening. Um, but, uh, but also just, you know, I know some people do want updates or like, Oh yeah, I haven't updated in a while. And, and that's just because sometimes it is uh, sometimes it's, it's hard for me to process um, certain aspects of this. And so it's easier, like, oh, I just like, I, it's easier for me to yell about Kyle and Gina. It's easier for me to do that because if I get into that and, and then, then my mind kind of goes in and I turn off the, I turn off the mic and then I'm still thinking about it. And it just will sometimes put me down like a little bit of a dark path. Sometimes I'm great with it. Sometimes I'm really good. And sometimes I'm really not good. And it's wild because I can't even really trust my body or my emotional makeup the last couple of weeks, which I didn't expect. So everything will be going good. Like the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day, you're like, Oh, I'm a wreck. Like I'm a wreck. Um, and I don't know why, and I don't know what to do about it. And you're like frozen, your feet are frozen or this or that. And it's, it, um, yeah, you guys know. A lot of you guys do know. You share your stories with me. I know you know. Um, so, anyways, that I just wanted to put that out there right there. Um, but things are good. Uh my uh my niece and nephew had come over tonight and they all had pizza. Um, and my mom got to have a glass of wine, and that was good. That was a positive thing, and uh yeah. So that's it. So let's get to the laughs. Let's get to the silliness. Kaya and Aaron, I do a huge intro for them, but I really, uh, you know, it is interesting. Just the concept of now being years into this is that you do have people you came up with. You do have people that you're like, uh, Oh wow. Like, and, and I, it's not like I've lost touch with them because they're, they're always in my heart, but like, I don't get to talk to like, like mixing with Monty or, Oh no, Bravo. Or like all these people that like, I remember coming up with them and like all of us shooting our jokes out nonstop over the pandemic and Instagram. And it's weird as the world opened back up is that we didn't all go our separate directions, obviously, but we're all busy, all doing our things and stuff. And the, you know, it's interesting to think about the, the beginning of, you know, the simpler times of the thing. We're all just like being stupid. We're all just, I mean, I'll, I'll go back and look at some of the things I posted on Instagram. I still post insane stuff on Instagram, but back in those early days, I was, I, you know, I was posting like wild shit. Like I went back to try to find something this week and I had to scroll back like three years and I was making like Tiger King memes about like Jax and Randall and just all sorts of Man, if you want to blush, like go to the beginning of my Instagram account and just watch. Um, I've probably got to archive those now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe I should take all those down. Anyways, enough, you guys. It's Friday, right? What does that mean? It means the weekend is yours. And even if it isn't, try to find some piece of it that is yours. 
eat something great, drink something good, maybe get a little loose, maybe drink a little, I don't know, maybe drink a little wine, hang out with your kids, hang out with your family, tell somebody that you love them, call a friend, text a friend if you don't like to talk, uh, read something, just read like a magazine article, something to move the eyes, watch something good on TV, watch something scripted, Uh, you know, listen to something, listen to like some uh, music, listen to something that you've never heard before and listen to something that you love so dearly that gets you so pumped up. Or maybe even listen to something sad if you're in the mood to cry. Do it all this weekend and then come back and meet me here on Monday morning with an all-new Pop Culture Roundup. If you need more before then, like I said, go on over to the Patreon. It'll always be there for you. And that's it, you guys. So laugh with me and Kaya and Aaron. And uh, go check out their podcast, too, if you haven't. So here we go. Our guests, Kaya and Aaron. You guys, I don't know how long it's been since I've had these guys on. I was just talking to Aaron before this, and I think it's been a long time. And I, I, I was telling him I have no concept of time. So it feels like a long time. I think it's a long time. I'm pretty sure it's a long time. But these are people that you should know. Uh, just, you know, Kaya and Aaron have been a part of my life for years now, and they are so awesome. Kaya actually will text me now when any uh, celebrity dies, and it's always a good, uh, I always get scared to get a text from Kaya because she let me know that Pee-wee had passed away, and then Angus from Euphoria had passed away, and it was a really bad Monday, and I was like, Kaya, my God, but she is like, I mean, that's just an example of how up on pop culture she is, how into all of this stuff she is. And Aaron and her are just an unstoppable duo. Their podcast, Bravo We're Black, used to be Bravo Wild Black, which is the Instagram account. But the show now is Bravo We're Black. They have two shows a week. Wednesday is the pop culture show. And Saturday is the Bravo show with all of their Bravo opinions. Also, their Patreon, because you need more. You always need more. Patreon.com forward slash Bravo while black. And I'll put that all in the show notes as well. And of course you love their Instagram account. Uh, their meme, their meme game is very strong as the kids like to say. So welcome back once again to the show, Aaron Marcellus and Kaya Wilson. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what a hell of an introduction. <laughs> before we start, am I allowed to drink? Are we allowed to uh, drink? Uh, hell yeah. Okay. Let's do Cheers. it. Thank you so much. We have a full bottle of Duce. I don't know. Duce. By the way, get this party I got hammered with I got hammered with you one time on Instagram Live. I remember you that. You want to do that again? I don't even know what that was for now, but I just remember drinking straight out of a bottle and being just like, "Wow, I'm getting really loose here." Yeah, and no, you were, no. and I like, like, I love that. That was the first time I'm like, "Wow." Wow, this guy has a problem. Wow, this guy really has a problem here. Um, No, I mean, how are you guys? Because you guys record in two, like, where are you located, both of you? We are in South Florida. Like, we say Miami because that's (laughs) what it's known. It sounds cooler than saying Fort Lauderdale, but really, we're in Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. Okay, so Miami it is. That's amazing. What's the Miami nightlife? Um, And, you know, it's like I met you guys uh, through Instagram initially through the, and, and like the pandemic and all of this stuff, and we both started our podcast and kept going with this, and it was based on your friendship, but also your love of Bravo, even though you've now expanded to all of these other things, but Bravo, especially what was it for you guys? Why do you love Bravo so much? Why Bravo in particular? Listen, 
Vanderpump Rules, especially like the first few seasons. Um, then it got kind of bad, and then it came back, and it's like now we're here. Housewives of Atlanta, Married to Medicine. Uh, you know, Southern it's Charm. Like we've Nova. never seen people that look like us that have yeah. money and all this specialty and also can be so petty. We love it because <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> because it's like I, you know, people have fears about growing older and how you have to mature. And like I was even wondering the other day, I'm like, okay, so at what age am I gonna wake up and I'm gonna stop finding the stupidest things funny? And I then I turn it to <laughs> Bravo and I'm just like, you never, mm-hmm. never it's never that. No, I mean, it's never, yeah, that's the other thing too. I try to explain to people the, what's so good about reality shows. And sometimes it's just the small moments. It's the small moments that are so ridiculous that these ladies of privilege and wealth in, in a lot of ways, they've had their struggles, obviously, but they still can be so damn petty at a, I mean, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was watching Atlanta and then I was, you know, I'm, I'm more find the social media aspect of Atlanta, the most entertaining right now, more than the show. Cause Marlo and like, cause drop it with drew drew Sedora immediately went off on Marlo for Marlo saying, Oh, your weight, this and that, what happened to drop it with drew da, da, da. and drew fired back on social media immediately and said, how dare you? I'm going through a divorce. You know, the issues I have with my endometriosis or something like that. And then, but then every, the internet's so great. They're like, wait a sec. Drew commented on all of Marlo's body last year about certain things. And that's, I mean, I know I'm really getting into the thick of it already, but like, why is social media hitting for me with Atlanta and Atlanta, the show is not hitting for me right now. Is it the same for you? Ooh, ooh, that's a, that's a trick. <laughs> that's a fully loaded question. Answer no, but think, I mean, think about it. Cause it's like, I just not answer it here. Not make irritability. I think, you know what? The show is coming together. That's what I'll give Housewives of Atlanta. I think it's taking a while. It's taking longer than usual. But <laughs> I do feel like we're getting there. As far as social media, I feel like everything is better on social media because we are the people. And the people are hilarious. <laughs> well, I like that. By the way, Aaron, you're spoken like a true producer. Are you going to be producing Real Housewives of Atlanta? Because that was a very, like, listen, the pieces are there. We're putting them together. I we're, mean, look, I'm, I'm very hopeful. In Aaron Cohen. Yeah, Aaron <laughs> I'm very hopeful that I can work with the ladies of Housewives of Atlanta because I would give a good season. Well, he's I mean, always like, he's always saying, like, we're always putting the pieces together and subtracting who should be there, adding who should be there, mm-hmm. and what should happen to the show. But we're also trying to make the best of what we got. The earlier part of the season was very lackluster. And now we're good, getting to the good parts that we have seen on social media. Like yeah. the whole Drew's sexuality. It's not even questioning her sexuality because it, it's just a thing that's going around. It's, it's, you can comment on it 
because it's been out in the open. And now you're also, of course talking about Drew. For everybody that's not watching Atlanta right now, Drew, uh, there was also you know Drew potentially made out for that that Bolo episode with Toya way back a couple seasons ago, and Candy had said it. It's really murky what really happened, but Drew is really deathly sticking by the story that she did not but then suppose i mean she's doing this film with uh candy and she plays i believe a lesbian in the film is that right she's allegedly playing a lesbian in the film but even before that we have another uh factor coming in mimi from love and hip-hop atlanta she has a girlfriend <laughs> and Ty, who she played basketball and the rumor was that drew and ty were caught in bed together allegedly that's what's going on so and that's what's about like, to that that rumor is about to get brought up on real housewives of atlanta brought up on real housewives of atlanta and it's also something that they talked about last season and also we're talking about okay aaron is a big drew girl me you know i'm i'm not scared to talk about it so we're dealing with <laughs> drew who literally lies for no reason oh yeah like well no erin i think she's great but at the same time i don't understand the stupid lies because she has so much she has so much good and her husband's uh, like such a doofus that it's like man i'd be kissing girls too if i was like drew like i mean that guy's a dick and a half but why lie about the stupid shit and if you did like who cares if you made out with toya like who care who cares if you made out with any girl I saw a meme, shout out to that profile. I can't remember the profile. She, They were like, she's basically the Mia of Atlanta. You know how Mia from Potomac just lies for no fucking reason? Yeah. Drew is doing the same exact But thing. I think the difference is that Drew jokes around. I don't think it's quite a lie. Well, also Mia jokes up. Mia will say things like, oh, I did do that. Like she'll put yeah. the sex out there and Drew is very Puritan. Like she seems like she's puritanical mm -hmm. when it comes to like filming and then cameras go down and it's like, oh, it seems like you're going buck wild. And I'll I tell think you why. Mm -hmm. It's because her parents or at least her mom is heavily yes. involved in the church. They don't so, go on reality yeah, TV. Exactly. Don't go on. Yeah. Why would you air your business then? Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. When you think you can hide the truth, <laughs> and you know what? You don't, even if I was on reality TV, I would try to keep certain things away from my mom if I was in her position. So I do understand why she kind of backpedals and she's like, no, that didn't happen. I'm gonna, her mom on the show. Aaron. Let's put the spotlight then on. I don't, I don't want. I don't want you on the show, then, Aaron. I'm let's not put the spotlight on Candy for a second. Okay, I'm happy to do that. I'm because happy to do that. As a friend, she should not have said that information, knowing that Drew isn't in a relationship like Candy and Todd. They don't have the same boundaries that Candy and Todd has. On top of that, she should have known. Like, I know your mom isn't gonna like this. So maybe let me hold back and let me not say that. I'm that's not the rules of the game. I feel like I mean like I'm sorry and all, I felt it was very. Um, she didn't really say that much. Like she didn't say anything crazy and that like she just said oh she was like kissing on Toya. I didn't think it was like insane what she said. I mean I don't think it's insane, but I'm saying if you're like if you're in a relationship and you hear a that marriage. you're yeah a, a marriage and you hear that your significant other is kissing on anybody 
opposite sets, same sets. It's like, what the fuck? Well, I'd almost be more like, are you, you didn't do anything with Bolo though, right? Like Bolo would be the trigger point of like, as long as you, as long as you didn't touch Bolo, I'm good. Like you can make out with any girl, but like, cause I would be just like that Molo has like a mm. massive dong and I would be so nervous about that part. Who I, anyways, the whole thing is ridiculous, but yeah. can't, by the way, this past week's episode of Atlanta, I love how we really have gotten to a point where Candy's storyline was that she had a, her product launch for her peach vibrator. And I love that that's just kind of like a normal yeah. thing now. We've normalized sex toys. We've normalized this is what candy does. Everybody's out there taking pictures with the peach. I almost wanted to get a peach vibrator. Uh, it, like it made me want one. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we've, we've come so guys. <laughs> we've come so far. We've come so far. Not everyone is as open as candy. And I think that because we're still pre- divorce or pre-separation proceedings with Drew. So I think that she doesn't want to give Ralph, who is already a person who is a terrible person, who, uh, you know, is already straying outside of his marriage at this point. But, you know, we don't have the proof right now. She doesn't want to give him a reason to say, oh, well, you kiss Loyal because we're dealing with someone who gaslights people and will literally throw out everything that sticks right. in order to justify his wrongdoing. Now that's good. Yeah. I co-signed what Kaya said. That's exactly <laughs> that, that, well, what's I mean, going on here. I'm still waiting for the uh the I'm a great stepdad book to come out. Did it already come out yet? He wrote that a book shit is about not gonna come stepdad. out because he's he's no longer doing that. He, was he ever doing that? Like, it well, well, remember they had the cover. It. it was like a Heather Gay. Like we were like, this is the cover. This <laughs> is like the intro or something. Like he read that little thing, and as then I feel like it got disappeared. He said that he wasn't going to adopt that baby anymore, the kid anymore. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, this man's cheating. Like that's I bad for the book. Already knew that this is absolutely not okay because if you're writing a book on how to be a good step parent. How about you be a good step parent? Yeah, right. Ugh. I feel I do it's sometimes hard. feel bad for Drew in particular, though, not because of Ralph, but because of Ralph. But I, also do I feel like she comes into a situation where it's like uh, Kenya. Like I sometimes don't like. I sometimes don't think Kenya even wants to be there. I think Kenya. You know, she Kenya's like iconic obviously she's a legend but sometimes i feel like she's like okay time to make the donuts gotta do a little scene here and yeah. she's like half-hearted into it sometimes and then you see her beautiful daughter like pop up on the facetime and her daughter is like hysteric like her daughter really is like cute and you can see it puts her in this great mood but i just sometimes feel like kenya doesn't want to be there candy's a broadway producer now i mean candy's like i mean she truly is worldwide i sometimes wonder if some of the newer girls are getting, you know, like getting the best of this cast. What do you think could fix Atlanta? Well, first off, Aaron is a producer. Um, I don't know. No, you know what Important. I was thinking? I don't, we're, we're obviously not at a part, like a, a place like Roni where they just like, let's scrap it and let's start a new completely. But there is this thing. And especially with Nini and her conversation with Carlos King a couple of weeks ago, 
you know, I was really thinking step by step of like, okay, what, you know, cause if you bring Nini back, it's like, well, we've brought Nini back before and it wasn't that amazing. Like we were so entrenched in these OGs and the OGs can fix everything. When I think Roni, like you guys were talking about on your episode, these Roni ladies, it shows that like, oh my God, there are fascinating women out there. I'm really enjoying getting to know new women and I don't have to have OGs in the mix to like steal that focus. Like I'm actually able to pay attention to new women's stories. So there's something there, but then you don't want to just, I don't know. I really am confused about it. And, but, but guys, we've sat through bad seasons of every housewives franchise yeah. and this isn't a bad season. It's just not at the level of coming off of a Vanderpump rules season where insanity happened. You know what I think? I think we're not getting exactly what we want. I think every season, it's it's almost as if we're waiting for the moment that Phaedra comes back and has a conversation with Candy. We're waiting for the moment oh that Nini yes. comes back and she faces delays with Cynthia Bailey and we can have the girls back for real, for real. Nini, Phaedra, Sheree, Candy, like I, Cynthia. Yeah, I think an OG season is exactly yeah. what, what we need i think we we need closure and that's what we're not getting instead we're getting like i don't want to say produced storylines but produced in four storylines like we see marlo taking some stuff <laughs> back to the store we're seeing her take christmas pictures with her kid with her nephews it's like you know let's get to the good stuff i think that's what we need to do and then maybe we can talk about just revamping atlanta Period. But I think they need at least a good two seasons of the OG girls. Well, we had Cynthia back on this past week's episode and it was just like, Hey, what's going on? Hey. And then earlier we had, <laughs> we had, we had Kim back with, uh, with she by Sheree with Kim and two of the original cast members. And that was one of the most flat scenes I had seen all season. It was like nothing. It was, it, it was, was nothing. nothing because they just brought them back to show them like, Hey, we got these girls. Even though nothing's going on, like, what is going on, though? Like, what's going on with Kim and Croy? What's going on? What's For going real, on with what's Lisa going on Wu? with Kim and yeah. Croy? Yeah, I mean, it was wild to show that, like, yo, if you're going to bring OGs back or, like, oh, like, make sure you bring them back up for a purpose, not just yeah. for, like, here they are. Like, who cares if, like, Cynthia, if Cynthia doesn't do shit, who cares? It's unfortunate. Yeah. I had high hopes for Cynthia coming back too, and honestly, after this episode, I'm like, and she didn't really explain what happened between her. And yeah, her. she was just like, oh, unfortunately, I did want my marriage to work, but it didn't work. I'm like, okay, bitch, what did he do? <laughs> like, what happened? Take walk down? through Lake Bailey right. <laughs> yes. with no shoes oh on God. and tell us what happened. Oh my God, Jeff Lewis on Watch What Happens Live last night said that Cynthia is a hoarder. Cause he he's working with Cynthia on like a re he's like, she's a hoarder. Like she's a real hoarder. And I was like, Wait, okay. imagining Cynthia Bailey as a hoarder cracks me up. I want to see it, but I, that's what I want to see. Cause you imagine be, cameras coming back in and just like newspapers. And that like would dead be things. something different. Have her like looking through her like photo books, reminiscing on like her relationship with Leon. Like, I don't know. Her relationship with her mom. The marriage certificate is what I really want to revisit. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that that's what I feel like we are able to get with Roni is that we don't have 
right now it's like untethered by any weight that the audience gives it because they've already filmed this. So they're not fighting about a podcast. They're not fighting about tweets. They're not fighting about like, we can actually get to know their stories. Are you finding that as exciting as I am? I mean, I know, you know, I I just find like, I know the episodes are a little slow, but it's kind of fun to learn about new ladies without us being a part of the conversation. We are loving Roni. Like, I know that it was a recent article saying that the viewership significantly dropped, but I feel like it's a new show. So obviously, and it's a controversial um, decision that was made to drop all of the people from Roni, but we're going to get them on the girls ship. Like you're going to have. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Like you're going to have everything going you're going to have the the racism like you're going to have everything you're going to have the racism from you know <laughs> new york so just give these girls a chance because yeah i don't know that first episode having everyone come together watch it and to even still now people are still debating on what that restaurant was in New York. And I'm still hearing that it's two different restaurants. Like I have someone who says I'm an inside source. I know someone on the cast. Wait, I thought it was catch. It was Tao. No, it doesn't line up with the mouth. Exactly. But then I'm watching the show and everyone else is saying that it's catch. And there's someone else saying I'm an inside source. It's catch. Like, I think that that was just like, they always say, the the seventh housewife of Real Housewives of New York, especially, is the city, and we're getting that. We're getting you can't ca- get caught dead at this restaurant. We're getting oh, this is a cute part of the Hamptons, you know, like we're yeah, I love that that, mm-hmm. that classic stuff that made us love the old cast just with newer people. Um, we're only on episode four, so there definitely should be something that you know everyone can relate to by now but also we have a whole season ahead of us and you know this is only in november so they had brin's giving like we're getting we're finally getting like the meat and potatoes of who each person is we have jenna lyons you know she got outed we have size story of you know she had a, a terrible upbringing Bryn had a terrible upbringing Uba has some things to go through and and get out. Like we're getting to know who these women are outside of everything. And it's not because they were married to the bank. It's not because, you know, like it's not because of anything. It's because of who they are as women. And then we also have for people who are like, oh, it's housewives. We have people who are married too. So we have something for everyone. Yeah, if you that's what I keep uh, trying to remind people. If like if you create a solid foundation, like what they're doing now, then when the shit hits the fan, it's gonna go off because we're all gonna know these women and be personally invested. Because I was listening to you guys talk about your favorites so far and stuff like that. It's like great, everybody have their favorites. Everybody like each episode, we're gonna like keep adding to that notebook in our head. And then when shit goes south, and it will go south, maybe not this season, but that that's called investing in these people. And I find it fascinating enough already that I'm like, man, when shit goes down, it's gonna be great. Because you see Jenna Lyons tentatively like in the Talking Head this week, she was like. 
the producer was like, well, why did you say it if you, cause she like, you know, revealed something that she shouldn't about the cackling hag. And she was like, you know what? I, I don't know why I said it. I'm like, this show changes you. Mm -hmm. This show gets in your skin and you get crazy. Because you can tell during the scenes that Jenna seems to be that, you know, even though she's probably, yeah, she's probably the richest and most well known of this whole cast. At the same time, she seems like the one who's the most down to earth, the one who is kind of has that anxiety of like yeah. being on camera. Yeah. You know, the one that may be a little bit most relatable, a little bit shy, but then she's also low key starting shit. So it's like, okay, honey, the housewife in her is coming out to play. And Jessel, Jessel's saying like, I mean, Jessel's got so much potential in terms of like a mess. And I love somebody that doesn't, they even say that of like, uh, Jenna's like, I don't think Jessel uh, thinks before she speaks. And I'm like, that's reality gold right there. Yeah. You want somebody that speaks before they think. I think she's doing a great job with that too, because she's starting to piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> she, but wait, wait, Aaron, but isn't that part of the thing that you, yeah, yeah, out, you like, want to dislike When I think about it, I'm like, okay, we have to have somebody like that. Like you said, then we have Jenna who's relatable. And then we have Bren who's like this mystery girl. It's like, you don't know quite how, who she is. She's like licking her is, lips. She is. But yes. she's fine as hell. And it's like, exactly. I like to see it. So. Right. Like Brynn had one. such a bad upbringing that she's considering being with Shep now from Southern Charm. That's how bad Brynn was. Like, that's how bad, like, that's humble beginning. I also want, I just want to say that Brynn has studied this and, like, she is giving housewives. Because on top of everything that you've revealed in these episodes and you mm -hmm. got this you got this whole debate started in the first place with this whole restaurant thing. Uh, you're saying these off the wall things. She's kind of like a, a, I would say maybe like a young Sonia to where she's just like so single and she has all these exes and all this stuff. But I think that she actually like studied housewives and because her watch what happens lives appearances are amazing. You know, yeah. her sound bites, like her commentary is amazing. Her storyline is amazing even though she's she's single and we don't really see like where she lives at that much it's like she still has that mystery about her and she also has these like zingers that just make her such an interesting person and a lot of people hate it but i'm one of the people that like happen to love it well we were the tagline she has yeah, like yeah, yeah. Make me line. mad and i'll date your dad and then she as soon as i seen that i was like yeah i like her yeah well i mean I like we're her. We have a generation of women now that are raised on these shows. So it's like, they're like the Terminator. They're like, we are designed to be a perfect reality, like give the perfect talking head, the perfect soundbite. I always think Lala is a little bit like that too, where she speaks in soundbites. And sometimes that will irk me about Lala. But Bryn, I mean, so far, four episodes in, they all seem to be playing you know what I like it? They're not playing an obvious game. If anybody is, Bryn, you could argue, knows the game a little bit more. But I like that they don't know the rules of the road yet. The only thing that makes me hesitant about them is that I don't like that we're trending younger. I don't like the whole... That, that's what kind of... With the what? Into how, that we're trending younger. Like, this cast <laughs> is a little bit young. We don't need people born after yeah. like 85 on the cast. I mean, I know that it's always like one or two that are younger, but uh, this whole cast seems to be, are any of them like 50 yet? <laughs> like, you know, no, but you're doing yet. a great job <laughs> at that. 
Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't even really pay attention to the age that much, but I do like, but then like, I'll go over to like summer house or summer house, Martha's vineyard. And I, I like it there. I like yeah, the aging fine. down there. I mean, Vanderpump though, you can't really see aging down. They're all nearing 40 at least. But I think that's like the huge, like, that's like the start off show. You know, you do Vanderpump rules, you do summer house, you do shows like that. And then once you're married and like approaching 50, then it's like you hit up housewives and you slide over there. Yeah. Um, now I just to do a quick Bravo break. Uh, if you don't know, Kea is a huge perv, and she was trying to get me to watch uh, 360 on Netflix, which is 365. I'm sorry, which is pretty much like an <laughs> NC17 movie, like about some guy with a big dong on a boat that was uh-huh. like. And you were loving. Is there anything new in Kea's world in terms of what we should be watching? Uh, any kind of new erotic Fatal thrillers. Seduction has like, <laughs> nudity and sexuality in it. It has great everything. It has drama. It has nudes. It has boobs. It has, you know, like. Is this on Netflix? Yes, Netflix. There's no, there's no full frontal, but just stay with me here. I think that if we get a second season, we can get some full frontal happening. Um, also, and just like that has become. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's sex in the city base i really enjoyed the episode i think it was episode seven where charlotte and her man have a problem that like <laughs> couldn't like, he couldn't jizz he, he couldn't yeah, do he his couldn't thing jizz. yeah sorry yeah and i love that they made her a little cum slut so um if you guys are looking for <laughs> things like that I have a lot of recommendations. Wait, I don't mind. Fatal seduction. Wait, fatal seduction is a whole series. It's not just a movie. It's a series, babe. I like that you said, "Oh, just stay with it. We can get there in the second season." So you're almost saying yeah. it's like Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, stay right. with it. They've stay got nice it. building blocks. Let we could eventually know what get. You want tweet about it, talk about it. You know all of that, and then also you know there's three three sixty five movies. There's also a uh, sex life. Sex life two. It was okay. It got messy because in real life, the stars were dating. And then I think that they broke up. So that caused a lot of drama on set. Um, It killed the chances of it being a season three. But season two was definitely... They was fucking. So... you know? Aaron, do you go on these journeys with Kaya? Do you watch all of these? I do. I mean, Kaya honestly got me into the whole world uh, because I had to watch the 365. And <laughs> I think that's how I kind of got, like, watching Euphoria. I was like, let me check Meats out. So now I'm watching Meats. And it's oh, yeah. also Meats. a really good show. Wait, what's it called? Of- Me- Meats? Meats. Meats. Oh, I think you said meats, like meats. like smoked meats. Mix. <laughs> mix. Yeah. I was meat. like, smoked meats. Okay. Uh, and this was like the this porn magazine, women empowerment, women trying to survive. With that? In the- I know that they, they that what happened with that is mm-hmm. on stars. It got dropped, I think, and it's and then another place picked HBO? it up. No, no, no. HBO, HBO dropped it and went to stars. HBO yeah. dropped it and then went to stars. And the guy from New Girl is on it. Uh, yeah, he was also, and it's a pretty good show. I will say this season isn't as uh, well. We're two episodes in, so I'll be fair. But okay. the last season was really good. I said, give it a chance. If you're on the second season, give it a chance. You're gonna like. Is it. there any full frontal? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Literally from the full from the first episode, you're just gonna see dicks like the whole wow. show. You heard it here. You heard it here. Yeah, dicks, titties, all that. You're gonna see all of it. 
speaking of that moment and just like that, which you just mentioned, I was horrified because basically you guys probably already seen it, but Harry and, and Charlotte, you know, it's just like dust down there for Harry. And then, you know, Charlotte has to go through this, like, like teaching them about pelvic floors and stuff. And then at the very end, Kegels. you know, it Kegels. And just like that is so crazy that I was so like, I, they set that storyline up at the beginning. And I was so scared that by the end, we were going to have to see Charlotte with a face full of like man stuff. And I was like, cause you know, they're crazy enough to do it. Like I was like, Oh no. I'm like, Char- we're on baby. This is sex of the city. So I and, don't know why people were like shocked by it. Well, like, luckily because sometimes they'll do things now that are like trying to be shocking, but they, it's like in this weird tone that they don't necessarily know what the show is, even though the show is sex in the city. So I luckily it was just like a napkin at the end that Charlotte was like, good job, Harry. But I got scared. Cause I was like, I do not want to see, it, right? I, I do not want to see Charlotte. Just like that would be too much. I want to see it. I don't watch what how do you guys feel about Shay? Oh, Shay Diaz? Yeah. Oh, Shay, Shay. Oh, okay, I thought you said Shay. Oh, is it like, Shay? I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that yeah, you're yeah. like Shay. I like it's like everybody yeah. knows it's Shay, and you're like, Shay's a great character. I'm like Callie I, from Grey's Anatomy. So Shay is non-binary comedian, blah, blah, blah. But the thing that bothers me about Che is if Che is like like Che pretty much like set up um, Miranda to have like an unconsented threesome in the middle of the night with her ex-husband. Like that was wild. Of, like, that let's was do weird. This. That, was that weird. does sound like Che though. <laughs> You're like, that, that's yeah. classic Che. That is, that is classic. I just thought I was like, come on. No, and then no, I don't no, care no, about, no, Che. I don't care about Che's journey. Like I don't care if Che gets a job at the old dog place you worked at. Oh, th- that they worked out. Sorry, they worked out. Just like that chat a little bit because I haven't been able to talk about it with anyone. And I, know that, <laughs> I know that your your listeners kind of watch. We kind of watch it. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't really talk about it, but we can. You know, we can talk about anything. It's, little, it's just a little. Yeah, I mean, go. Yeah. It's, um. Okay. So I think that season two is eons better than season one. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay, we're in agreement on that. And I also want to know how you feel about Carrie all of a sudden. Have you seen the new episode? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about her all of a sudden saying, what about if Big wasn't the one? What about if I chose wrong? I think personally that, number one, why was Aiden showing up and like, looking like he's wearing like easy season six his yeah. first time that i know, think he was just her. proud of like his skinny body and he wanted to show it off so he was like belt me into this thing so people can see my slim waist <laughs> okay and then i'm just thinking that like she chose big she deserved big because she was a terrible person i think <laughs> that she should not be able to get aiden back like and just like that, like, I don't know what's going on, but they're all hugging, hugged up, ready to like, yeah, like, they were sleeping in the, the, the room, the hotel room for like a week. And I was like that. Could you imagine the smells in there? They're like, are we going to, what are you going to order today? And I'm like, everybody get in the shower. Cause this place probably <laughs> smells like shit. She's way, no, he's way too good for her. What do you think about that? No, I don't think she, listen, first off, I would love to see Aiden on a Peloton bike. I want, I want him to go the way of big. Yeah. I want, I want each one of Carrie's ex-boyfriends to come back on the show and die. I want her to think she's like a black widow. I want her to potentially kill one of them. I, I don't think, 
I think it's like the Roni ladies. Like, why go back to the old? We've been there. We've done that. Let's meet new. There's got to be new interesting guys or girls in New York that Carrie could. By the way, maybe Carrie could hook up with Che Diaz. Like, why are we going? <laughs> why are we hitting this button again? Because then we're going to eventually have to go back to Burger. You know, the guy that was like, sorry, I can't. Oh, like, what? You know, and, and by the Samantha doesn't want to be on the show at all. Like, I, I feel like the show is finding its voice in its second season, but also the importance that it like it takes itself so damn seriously stop shooting it like it's an oscar winning film like the old series was like old sitcom like filming like it was like really kind of just a very like now it's like like wide lenses these beautiful like you know like new york city scapes during the snow like i don't care like make your points about sex in the city i think that aiden is too good for her I don't think that she should be meeting his kids. I don't know why she just had this come to Jesus moment where she's like, maybe Big was the wrong wrong choice. Like, no shit, bitch. Like, he cheated on you how many times? You even cheated on him in, like, the movie? So what, what are you even doing, you know? I actually like the guy that is quote unquote like married to his work or married to his friend that had that nice. Oh, the one episode, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I liked him. But see, I liked, I like when they just do one-off boyfriends, like one episode boyfriends. Like I thought that's like the old show when they would just have like, yeah. yeah, Like to me, that was kind of like, oh yeah. Like, you know, just like a week long little thing. Have, have those. And that way you can put more like focus on the relationships because even though I make fun of the show, I thought that scene with her and Nima in the rain with the umbrella, her friend was like so good about that. Like we don't see that friend a lot. That's like, I'm not in love. I've never been in love. I don't want you ruining Yeah, but I don't want you to ruin my Hamptons getaway with your energy of being in a relationship. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I hate to come off selfish, but like, you know, I was reading that article of like, that was so you, real. Of like, of like, nobody throws single people a big party. Like, you know, it's like we, we spend so much money to go to people's weddings and bachelor and bachelorette parties and their kids and stuff like that. But, you know, for single people, you're not getting thrown parties every day. You're not getting people, Hey, I'll go uh, on a destination single person vacation for you to celebrate your singleness. Right. She wanted to have like a girl's girl's night out girl's time, you know, like she wanted to have a housewife's trip. And all of a sudden, you know, Carrie is back with Aiden and she's all about Aiden. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, this is your time to be single. If you're ready to date again, then really date. Why are you trying to go back to Aiden? And then automatically you're like, oh, we're going to be together now. And it's about, we're approaching what? Like episode nine? Yeah, it's it's only 10 episodes, which that's what I like. Like when it gets around to Wednesday, I know at midnight a new episode and it's like, it's like buyer beware. Like I never know what I'm going to get. Like, is this going to be like, 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 oh shit, I'm watching this through my hands or is it going to be like, I'm really <laughs> into it or it's it could be a combination of all of it because it's just like they throw so much against the wall to see what sticks. And I think there's like a really good show and like I'm, I'm still wanting to watch it every week. It is just funny. And also, you know, talking about like watching people age, st- you know, we don't die, we get older. Those are stories that are valid as well. But it just also seems like Carrie's just a horrible person at the she end of the is. day. And that's why I don't, I want her away from Aiden. And okay. So why are you got such a boner for Aiden? Like it's weird. 
because he was innocent and she treated him like shit to choose big. Like, if I had to choose between big and Aiden, the choice was obvious. I don't know. And I also want to talk about Miranda. I'm so glad that her... Poor Aaron. Aaron is like, I can't. I'm like, I, I know these poor people. Aaron, poor Aaron's like, <laughs> Shay Diaz. I love Shay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. This is my last point. I'm sorry. I think that people have to understand that the lady that plays Miranda in real life, she's like a lesbian senator or some shit like that. So like she's playing herself. She's not oh, yeah, like, really playing Miranda. She's playing herself. So that's yeah. why we're getting um that story. You know, a lot of this with her. And I, I like that they broke her and Che up and it wasn't just this whole big sulking thing. She immediately went on a date with another lesbian and that like that was I'm like, yes. Like, oh, she immediately so, like, got in there, dude. She was at that book signing or that book right. thing, and she like met her on the corner. And I was like, it's on. This girl's like, like she doesn't need training wheels. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yep. And then the shining star is uh, what's his name? The guy with the bread, the bread business. He is. Oh, Mario Cantone. Yes, love him. So I like that's I, my I, just like that takes you know justice you for Steve though. Steve like. Miranda, I love you. I've got one ball, Miranda. Miranda, what are you doing? Like they've made him such a Oh yeah, like he's like so unattractive. Well, no, they gave him that one boxing scene with the shirt off so people could say see he was ripped. And I think that was like a favor to him as an actor because they made Steve such a pussy that it's like I I mean I would rather follow the psychological damage of the Steve character than any storyline with Miranda. Because like, Miranda, what's going on with Steve? Like, who is he dating? Because he <laughs> is dating someone. And I mean, then I'm so glad to get rid of the son's girlfriend. Oh yeah, and, who like, cares the son about is it? Less of a, a point. I I think that they did a survey. They were like, we are not getting rid of Che, but what else do you want to see? And everyone was like, fuck Miranda's son. We don't care about this. Well, they all kiss their they all kiss their kids' asses so much on that show. Like each one, thank God Carrie doesn't have a kid, or we'd see how like that would be insane. But they kiss those kids' asses. Uh, uh, Charlotte fucking going out in the storm to get the condoms for the kid. It's like get your like first off the whitest storyline they had. Like you're gonna go (laughs) and get your daughter, your teen daughter, condoms for a blizzard. It, but also, if this serious? girl, if this girl was so smart, like, oh, I'm, we're gonna have sex on this day and this, you should have, like, how you're gonna, I'm gonna believe that you didn't think ahead. Yes, because she, she's such a progressive, modern Gen Z woman. Like, girl, you should have a whole role. Like, you should have small, loop lambskin. Like, what do you, what do you mean <laughs> that you're calling your mom to go in a blizzard to help you? Like, what? Oh my God. Um. Do you think we'll ever see, uh, speaking of like nudity, do you think we'll ever see nudity on Bravo fully? Like, do you think we're getting to a point because, you know, we now are seeing like light drug use in terms of marijuana and stuff like that. Like that's actually starting to be get normalized on these shows. Will we ever get to a point where we'll see like a full beaver shot from Sonia or something? I think maybe not on Bravo, but I think on Peacock on peacock Ooh, never before seen uh mm-hmm. and it's just tamra and her emoji underwears never before seen every like blacked out show we are showing you them unblacked out like we are showing <laughs> you <laughs> uh, um aaron what where do you think where did you leave off emotionally with vanderpump rules um i was honestly over the whole thing 
because I felt like it dragged on for so long. And now I'm, just, I'm waiting to see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to see the aftermath, honestly, with the whole Tom and Ariana thing. So how do you feel about um, apparently Rachel basically not coming back allegedly i have a theory that she might come back at the end like yeah so last episode yeah this is my speculation my speculation is that she will come back but they will not tell the cast she's coming back Mm -hmm. because the cast leaks still like they are leaks so i think the cast believes that she is not coming back i think she might film an episode or two but i think they will be behind closed doors I think it'll be with Tom Sandoval and Billy Lee or what, whoever the fuck is like on team Tom. Maybe she'll come back in a group setting, but it will not be leaked to the cast at all. But on the other hand, the other thought is I think Raquel really did go through a really big emotional upheaval and really probably has a lot of psychological stuff to deal with. So from that angle, I don't think I'd want her back on the show for her own sake, but if she came to a point that she did, I think it would be kept very uh, behind closed doors. I don't think we would know about it. And I think it would be a surprise to us uh, until the very end. That's, that's my thought, but it seems like she's in Arizona getting like, uh, somebody, yeah, was, which by the way, also, I don't, like that's the other thing too. I don't care about seeing Raquel away from the show. Like I have no, I'm like, oh cool, she's in Arizona. I don't care. Like I don't need to see photos. I hope they're not following her around. And if they are, yeah. I hope she's getting she's getting paid. What do you guys think about? It was announced today that Billy Lee is coming back because she has been Team Tom, and so they said comedian Billy Lee is coming back to Vanderpump Rules. What do you think about this? They called her a comedian. Oh, I was like, she's a comedian. Yeah, I guess she does stand up here and there, but I I was not aware of that until last year. I did not know that because we actually interviewed her, and um, I don't even know if we put it. She out. didn't even say comedian. Um, so wait, did you she, wait you, you wait you interviewed her and didn't put it out? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, can we take this part out? No, this goes in the show. Are you kidding me? But it wasn't. Scandal. That's the thing. I don't so care. I don't thing. care. Why would you not? I don't care. Um, I think it was just release? like we forgot. Him. We like, we kind of forgot just, about it. But now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsor. And this week we are once again sponsored by our friends over at Quince. Now Quince is here to help you with your wardrobe. We are well into summer. We are looking towards the fall, and I would say all of our wardrobes need an upgrade, right? So instead of a flimsy, fast fashion haul, spend your money wisely on high quality essentials that will last beyond this season. Now, Quince is my new spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. And I gotta tell you, it was it's awesome. Like they have this website, you can, I'm pulling it up right now and it's just literally Q-U-I-N-C-E.com. You can do that within five seconds. Do it right now while you're listening and you come to a website where you can look at amazing clothing for men and women and baby and kids. I mean, it's all laid out there for you. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from $30. So all their prices are 50 to 80% less 
than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. So I have two pieces for them so far. I have this blue, um, like light blazer that will be with me forever. And it looks awesome. I'm kind of a bigger guy and it fits me perfectly. And also then I have this, like, I love color blue. Like this is like a dark blue kind of like, it's not a coat, but it almost feels like it's a little bit of a heavier texture and it sits really nice on me. <laughs> I'm like, guys, you got to see it. It sits really nicely on me. But what I loved about these pieces is that they are pieces that I truly will be able to wear until I completely tatter them. But it's only, it's going to take like a decade for that to even start to happen. Um, and I thought, you know, these kind of things, I thought, okay, well that in a normal store, maybe like 150 for the, the, the nice shirt jacket. And then for the sports jacket, I thought 200, you're talking a hundred dollars for everything. I mean, it's awesome. And they fit great. they look amazing. I know you're wondering though, Ryan, how do they do it? Quince partners directly with top factories to cut the cost of the middleman and pass that savings right on to you. Now, what's even better is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. This company cares about that stuff. We should care about that stuff. So you can feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. So here's the deal. Upgrade your closet this summer, this fall with Quince. Right now, go to Quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I'll put this in the show notes as well. And then I guess just DM me if you want to see me in my nice-looking blazer. And uh, maybe that's – I'll spice up the deal. I'll send you a picture of me in my Quince blazer. Anyways, uh, they're great. Back for the remaining portion of our show. It was, like, it was a lot so going weird. on that week. Like, no. It was no shade to Billy Lee because I no really shade. enjoyed her. Well, why can't we you like put it her. out now? Put it out now. I don't even know where it is. Oh, I can't even is, tell you where it this is. This is like Raiders of like, the Lost Ark. This, this was is... literally maybe a year or two ago. And as of right now, we have new equipment. Wow. Yeah, our production team is literally brand new. There's a, there's a missing Bravo We're Black interview with Billy yeah. Lee out there. Yeah. That's incredible. That's and like breaking yeah, news. We had her. And she still follows us, I think. It's, I didn't yeah. know that she was coming. Well, I should have known when I saw her following Tom around and like she was the only one willing to talk to him. Um, but I did not know that she was officially coming back in like an official capacity. But this is still shock food to me. And I just didn't know that she was... I was shocked that you said comedian because it was just... It was... Like, when we... It was heavy. Well, she's yeah, she's, dealt with, she's dealt with so many heavy things in her life. Yeah. And it like was that. very heavy. And to, to be fair, though, it was also at, during the beginning of COVID. Like, yeah. during the beginning of quarantine and everything like that. And I think we really wanted to lighten the mood. So that's kind of why we held back with that particular episode. Yeah, that's that was why a we heavy put it out because even yeah. after we recorded we were like, damn, that was kind of heavy. Like, that was... Yeah. You know, no, I've had those before where it's like, oh, I didn't expect it to go that way. And, well, uh, I want to be yeah. clear too because I know people can like 
turn this into something like real messy. And y'all are wait, funny, but no. Sorry, it's, I'm, it's I'm no trying. Wait, busy. sorry, Aaron. I'm trying to figure finish my email to page six right now. Just one sec. How do you how do you how do you smell Marce- Marcellus? Is that with two L's? Is that it's M A R L U? No, no. You're basically you're saying there was nothing wrong with the interview. It was like heavy, but nothing. It was pre-scandal and all that stuff. But but would I mean? I guess the question is, isn't it interesting? to see these people having to come be team Tom of like the Tom needs backup and like a- they, they use the word allies. And I thought that was very an interesting choice of talk to him. Well, it seems like everybody's talking to him. Yeah, I mean, everything that's, that's the thing too that I'm confused about because even on this, uh, is it like Tahoe? That Lake Tahoe, oh, the Tahoe trip. trip. Yeah. yeah the, the, the whole Tahoe. trip. It seems like, they're kind of talking to him. They're trying to figure everything out. James Kennedy is seen talking to him. Schwartz is seen talking to him. Um, Sheena gives him a hug because it's his birthday. So I'm like, it seems like they're kind of yeah. It seems like it's all making good. They slowly have a making amends. Yeah, yeah, and that's the well. See, that's that's the other thing. And I was kind of refreshed. Like I saw this. Um, they were in uh, DJ James Kennedy's backyard, his new backyard at a pool. And they had, I don't know if you guys have seen that guy on TikTok, the water sommelier. He, no. did, he does like what? Like he does. He's that. I, I think he's like German and he speaks like this. And this is the good water. And you want to Fiji water. And he does these videos where like he taste tests water. What's the good water to buy? What's all like, it's like really. Is for whole, Aaron is very into it. Oh, like, so no, whole... you guys. I, see I haven't seen him, but I would like to see it. So he's really big on TikTok and social media, but then all of a sudden, I see pictures yesterday. He showed up in DJ James Kennedy's, and they did a water taste testing, and the whole cast was there, including Ariana. There's a picture. I like to join. I'm very interested in that, actually. Wait, I see that, and I'm like, oh shit, this is like a dog's funeral. The lizard. I'm like, that's. If I do have to see if I have to sit through a Vanderpump episode where it's a water taste test. Oh, water that, tasting. That, that would be the if they have one viewer, that viewer would be me. Respectfully, that is. This is what I love. Everybody has like I thought that was what I'm looking for, actually. But I'm like, oh god, because you know, DJ James Kennedy, it's going to be like I can't drink, so we're doing a water taste test because I don't drink food. Can you tell me were there specific waters? Well, that they are taking. They said it was a water taste test, but I don't. We'll leave that. I guess. Oh, they didn't show. They didn't show. Aaron wants to know basically was Evian a part of of the. I'm sure it will, because I know you're not supposed to drink Dasani. Dasani is supposed to be. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way. So I love that you're like I see that, and it's like the face of like it's like the kiss of death, and you're like, oh, I'm into that water thing. I hate it. I'm into that. I feel like show me. But you saw Ariana in the back, like Tom's in the front kneeling, Ariana's in the back. So they are like, I have to remind people, like yeah. they all have to film a show. Like they're, they're yeah. not, it's obviously not going to be this fuck you for the rest of the season. I'm not filming with you. you know? I do think that Raquel is going to have a solo season though. I think she's going to come back towards the end, if anything. And I think we're going to see her solo. And I think she's going to be somebody completely different. And I think she's going to have a new Bob. <laughs> That's I, I keep joking That's that she's gonna my prediction. she's she's gonna come back with like a like a what the fuck yes it's me Raquel let's go like, like a know. shortcut or it's like something like different I think she's gonna be different I I, I, I predict that she's gonna come back full force and she's going to plead her case 
Uh, okay, Aaron basically, I don't know if you heard that episode where Aaron basically wants a pregnancy storyline. I do. I would like that too. I thought we, like, there was a second there that I almost bought into that rumor that, that went around that, like, R- Rachel was pregnant or something. I almost bought it for a second and I was like, whoa. But, like, we were like, there were so many rumors out there that you didn't know what was true and what wasn't. I would like and, to see it. Even yeah. if it's not real, you know? They would made you, me, well. what, are, Do you guys find Tom Sandoval attractive? I don't find him attractive at all. Not even before, like, he um, did the thing. It, before he did the thing. And I actually, like, low key, Ryan, I, that was, you know, how you have something, like, you love all your friends, but each one of your friends have something wrong with them. Yours was that you were a Tom <laughs> Sandoval fan. And no, I like, forgive you for it. And I'm not one of those people who are, like, rubbing it in your face. Remember when you. Yeah, when no, no, thank you. you. Like, yeah. I'm not like that. Yep. I'm just saying that, like, I was just never a fan. Oh. And I was just so happy that, like, not only did everyone go back and see from the beginning how terrible of a person he was, but now we have a new generation to join <laughs> me and literally just hating him. Um but I yeah. lost whatever credibility I had, like when that all, yeah, because I was like, oh man, I was completely wrong in how I judged that, which was kind of nice because I'm so, I'm usually right on everything. So it was nice to yeah. really be wrong um, yeah. on, on something. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to oh, OC. Yeah. OC. You, you guys weren't talking about OC in your last episode, but I think it is such a, if you compare it to Roni, like Roni's like this independent film and OC is just like trash, but it's, it's like fun. It's fun trash. Like, it's like kind of like, I, this is where I wish Atlanta was. I don't know. It's like, we I'm trying to compare these shows, but OC to me is so like, what is your take on Tamra? <laughs> I love Tamra. I think Tamra does a good show and I'll leave it at that. I think Tamra does a great show. I think that she, okay, looking at it aside from the show, I do wish that she would stop trying to get Shannon to do her dirty work. I think she tries to do that a little bit too much, but she's really funny. What I about think you, that Tamara is, a, if, if there was no Tamara this season, this would be a terrible season because I don't care yeah. about Heather's acting uh, story. Wait. No, I don't. I don't care about. Hilarious. I am Heather Page Kent. I am. He- I am Dame Heather Page Kent. Wait a minute. I don't care about Hawaii. I, I was like, I don't know. It was yeah. It was last Wednesday. They were playing a marathon of OC, and I've never watched OC from the beginning. Just like I never watched a few of them from the beginning. Um, and they were on an episode where they literally had the kids and Tamara was like come on kids gather around gather around mommy's on Hawaii Five O, and then like the kids were asking wait he- Heather like, was not Tamara Heather yeah Heather was on Hawaii Five O, and like the kids were asking her did you really get punched and how was it get, like, did you get thrown down the stairs and I'm like oh my god her kids were assholes <laughs> like it was hilarious by the way and- those are and just like that kids the, yes. the way she treats her kids Literally. or the way and just like that treats their kids. Embroidered towels in college. Like, I know I only went to community college, but I feel like I know people who went to real college and not, none of them had embroidered towels. Like She flew her clothes. daughter on a private jet with her and Terry to get her into college. I would She's a good mom. 
No, no, no. She is a good mom, Aaron. It's just so different from my. She's like, a mom's mom. We, like we loaded some Bed Bath and Beyond shit in my Corsica, and they sent me to ASU. Like I drove to ASU myself, and then moved into the dorm. And but- I don't even know why you needed all that because ASU is a party school. You don't even go there to learn. Um, so- hey, I didn't even. By the way, this is how sad <laughs> ASU is. I didn't even drink or party at ASU. Like that was like a Dude, little bit my senior. I was a fucking nerd. I was a theater nerd. You did your work? Oh. Yeah, I did, and I ate a lot. I gained like the freshman fifty, uh, five <laughs> zero, not fifteen. Like I ate a great oh, like, deal wait, of weight. Freshman fifteen. <laughs> not when I do it. It was like I had access to like the. Anyways, it was a bad scene, uh, but I wasn't. I didn't party <laughs> at ASU, which was hysterical. Um, but yeah, Tamara, Tamara, I, I, I appreciate Without it. And you're Tamara, you're right. The OC boring. would be. But it shouldn't be this easy for like I I keep saying in my recaps. Yeah, like she must be like, holy shit! I didn't think it was going to be this easy. Like there there needs to be somebody, and I think it would have been Heather if she wasn't so far up her own ass trying to get acting roles. That somebody needs to actually realize what Tamara is doing and call her out. But nobody is, so she is ruling the roost immediately again. Do you think that it's going to be Vicky? No, Vicky doesn't. Vicky can't string two sentences together. She's like, hip, hip, hip. she just like. Hip. Like she is like she's, she's out to, oh she's out to the, the like she is but shout out to Vicky because this I don't know if this is a new face or ah. like I like it. Well she lost she lost weight, she looks beautiful. I'm just she's saying doing you, her thing. No, she she's fun. I just don't think you can give her any like major storylines. Like Tamara wants it all. Like Tamara's in love with the show. She's not mm-hmm. in love with any of those women. She's in love with the show and herself on the show. And that's like a huge difference. Do we it. think that she got a leg up on it because she has the podcast? Because I Do you mean in like recognizing patterns and things like that? Or do you yeah, mean Yeah, and like she was like, Okay, I know that I have to go back. And I have to prove myself. So I've, you know, been able to go through all these things on my podcast. I've been able to, like, give out the secrets. I've been able to learn secrets. I've been able to analyze other Housewives seasons from a watcher's perspective and interview's perspective. Now that I'm back on the show, I have this competitive advantage. Do you think that that is, like, a part of it? A thousand percent. Because... When you are on the mean streets of podcasting and Twitter and all of that stuff, you look at it from a different angle. Just like you guys look at it, I look at it. She's like now looking at it in that way. So I think it makes what already was Tamara's desire to be at the top of everything. It makes it even worse. And so hell yeah. Like she has, she's reads everybody's opinion. She reads everybody's memes. She's very plugged in in that sense. And she pays attention to what all, I mean, like I remember when Tamara like uh, unfollowed me the first time and then, follow, you know, like it was because like she's, she reads everything. So that kind of thing, it's like those other women got to wake up because Shannon's out there looking for real friendships and she doesn't, she's like, get your head in the game, Shannon. This ain't about like community anymore. The, the, your, this is like survivor all of a sudden shannon's such a sweet girl she's yeah she's like a real like i do like shannon she's obviously I like that removing the microphone shit like yes, hello, that shit needs to be mics. stapled stapled yeah, on you mics. they need to solder that onto you like point blank she's acting like 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 drew shannon's like drew, we're not like when like, drew was like oh you shouldn't be recording. You know, cameras are down. Baby, you're a reality star. So what are you What are you keeping from the camera? Yes. Can't, wait, wait, wait. Ex- <laughs> expect to be filmed the entire time. Like, expect to be even when camera. Like, by the way, if you didn't want anything about Bolo or like that shit, like, you know, like, oh, this was after cameras went down that Bolo night. Like, 
come on, you're still there. Like, know think, that it is going to be talked about. Okay, but to... to, to he goes Drew's <laughs> PR, child. I'm just saying. <laughs> to be Aaron, fair, Aaron, though, Aaron Sidora will step up to the mic. She thought that that shit was over. She's like, we are... It's ooh, never over. We no, got it's through ne- that. Latoya you- confessed that it was a lie. We're done. Like, why are we bringing this shit up? But why, why are, are you literally shit-talking it? Latoya if you think that she's going to be on your side about it? Come on, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Wow. It's it's why. Um, we're, is, we're uh, talking about OC, but Tamara, <laughs> I feel... The deflection. <laughs> the lie. <laughs> the lie. I'm doing my arm fall right now because, like, this is too. Okay, so Tamara, what? Yeah, I think Tamara's the go. I think that she is doing a great job. I want to know how do we feel about Taylor Armstrong? I want to know more about that five year lesbian relationship. Like, why couldn't we get a picture? You don't have one picture to show us? Like, I want us because that was pre Russell, her her initial husband from Beverly Hills. So it like, kind of reminds me of Kyle. Did you see that post in the lead? No, Ooh, the one from Chica- the one the one in Chicago. Yeah, she posted the she posted the picture of the girl and her, and then she took it down, and then nobody seen it. Was that real? Yeah, it was, was real. That a yeah, fever dream? Oh, no, okay. that was that was real. But I didn't see. Like, I don't know. For like, Kyle even makes like being a potential lesbian boring for me. I'm kind of like, okay, like I don't like Kyle. Just like, okay, Kyle. Like, I hope you're like, I don't. I care, I mean, but I don't care. I'm kind of interested because I feel like they have some white loaded shit going on. Behind you know, if if anything really is going down, sec, you know it's like sensual, yeah. and there's like massage oils and like and you, guitars like, and fucking. And remember when Kyle freaked no, out about no, Melissa no. Etheridge when Melissa Etheridge popped up last last season to sing like "Come to My Window," like "Come to," and like Kyle was like, "No, maybe that was like her song with like Morgan." Well, who knows? Ooh. That's a, I, but I wish like if anything, I wish like I would love. Kyle would blow our fucking minds if she would just like honestly tell us the real deal every season. Maybe she will never do that though. That's the thing. I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis isn't going to allow it. (laughs) Wait, did you see, did you see today? Diana Jenkins, Diana Jenkins. She, she had a baby. She had her baby. So congratulations to Diana Jenkins. And all my only thought, (laughs) my only thought was uh, that poor baby is going to have to see Asher sing to him. Like the like Asher is gonna be like skibbly do papa skibbly do da da and just like sing to the baby all the time and Diana. Well, like, I don't like Diana. Asher does have a beautiful voice. Oh my god, Aaron, what is wrong with you? Oh my god, I mean, we. I think we all admitted it. We didn't. He was like jingle bells, jingle bells. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. And then you also liked that Erica Jane was singing along when I was like, "This is ghetto as hell." Like <laughs> you can go. I did. Okay. I always seem to be the wild card, but you guys don't understand that Aaron is the one who condones the foolishness. So you like, probably you probably. <laughs> let's wait, talk about Dorit's charity. Now. Wait, Kaya, you need to do a segment every week of just Aaron's thoughts, like Aaron's. Yes, th- Aaron's. He Aaron's says thoughts. the craziest shit, and I'm, and I'm like, everyone is like, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't believe you said that." I'm like, guys, it's literally Aaron. It's not though. No, it's not. So, Aaron, for you, you're probably like Erica Jane looks good on menopause. Like Erica Jane, like it's it's like it's not it's you know like he it's not Ozempic. That it was yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Ozempic. That's what I mean. Like you probably are like good for her. 
Do you think that Erica's on Ozempic or she lost the, all that weight because of menopause? Uh, that is a good question. I'm, I'm not, not supposed sure. to comment on women's bodies, but I will say the it seems like thousands of women have given me their opinion now. And it seems like that's a very hard, there's some like horm like uh, I did like there's hormone, like hormones you can take that could potentially aid in that, but that's not what she said. So it is, you know, if, 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 by the way, if it is drop, drop As the regimen, I'm going to like end this conversation right now. She's lying. The bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah, but drop the regimen. If it is hormonal hormone therapy, let us know is, which uh pills you're taking and which like a lot of you guys don't, lot of you don't think going. it's menopause. It's not menopause. It would be very I mean, from the menopause that people have been telling me their stories, it seems like they've put on weight with menopause. Exactly. Hey. But okay, I need to get back to the Taylor thing because I think like what Aaron was saying, like, what do you guys think about Taylor on OC? I like her more than I thought that I was gonna like her because I was just like, okay, you know, we had her on girls' trip and it was cute to see her bond with Eva and things like that. But on OC, like she is <laughs> she has this whole acting gig and of the whole the whole like rehearsing the lines and this people <laughs> together. And then, oh she casually and I like we said on the podcast, this is a great way of coming out with you don't have to come out in this big, embarrassing or, yeah. you know, huge way. It's like, yeah, I had a relationship with a woman. The fact that it was five years is what was crazy to me because that is, in lesbian years, that's like 20 years. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So like- And the fact that it never came out on Beverly Hills at all. And people love to throw your dirt or even accuse you of that. And it never came out. That was amazing. Um, And I- want to say that if Tamara's I mean not Tamara's Taylor's lover is listening to this come to Bravo we're black like we go chop it up and talk about it like I want to know I would like to know I want to know I would like to know I would like to know I would like to know
that you know also what was great about that conversation was that the way it was received was like okay and then shannon immediately was like well i've had a heck of a time with utis lately like it just it, it like kind of just yeah. went over them it wasn't a big deal which it doesn't have to be a big deal and i thought that was kind of this weirdly amazing scene that just right. like yeah the world keeps moving it's not like it's, this shannon is going through it though <laughs> Think with the UTIs, yeah, with the UTIs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and her relationship too. Oh yeah, John Jansen. John, it's, can there's, you say John Jansen? I'm John Jansen. He's like always so angry. He's like I'm John Jansen. He's like Shannon. He, like this past week, he was like, "Do you Why ever run out so of gas? Do you ever run?" Shannon. What's that? Why is he so mad at Shannon though? I think he's just. I was trying to compare him like he's he's kind of like David Bedore. It's like the same kind of buttoned up anger. You know, it's like a different form of her ex. It's just that it's more, it's less. I did kind of like David, though. Oh my God. Of course you did, Aaron. Of course. This would was you back have, in the day. Like, would you I ever didn't take like new- the later seasons, but I did like him, like, in the earlier. Seasons. I still love that he took nude photos with that girl he keeps getting married and divorced to and married and divorced. What? Like, the Shannon, remember their engagement announcement? They went to the uh-huh. woods and they wore their hiking shoes and they were naked in the woods and they embraced. Yeah. And then they set a self timer or they had their kids take a photo. I don't know. I hope it's self timer, <laughs> but it was just I so bizarre. Um, I know you guys, do you guys have 10 more minutes? Are you good? Are you in a. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Sorry, no, guys. I was just looking up the David. Um, he, he <laughs> I want to know. I thought like you might be texting each other, like get the fuck off, let's go. No, no, let's no. Go. I, like um, no, I'm very interested in that, and I want to know. Um, well, don't. By the way, if you do find that photo, don't post it on Instagram because I got dinged for that when I posted it before. Where I've got. Like, Why would you post? That? I because the people that wait, wait. They posted it the first time. If they posted the first time, anybody else did you at least create a close friends and then be like, "Hey, no, I don't have a, but I don't have a close friends on Instagram. I don't even, I I do not have a close friends on Instagram. I don't even, I don't even know half the things that you could do with Instagram if you wanted to. What you You know is not close friends. You should get subscribers because that. I see that all I the mean, time, and it's like people already. I, we don't have it because we want people to go to patreon.com. Patreon.com forward slash Bravo while black. black. Yeah, yeah. We want people to go there. So that's why we didn't create. Specific. But I have a Patreon too. Like, I don't need to keep pushing things on people. Yeah, like, so post it there. I think you should do a subscription. Just, just, it's just nude shit. And like, just like, just. Why has everybody people. forgotten about Bronwyn? I think that's good. I think that's healthy. I'm folding my arms right now. Why is it that everybody has forgotten about Bronwyn? Because na- nature is healing. That's why, Aaron. Wait, I don't I know. Do you really? Wait, wait. By the way, I feel like I, I, I go to page six. I can find out what she's doing. She's in there weekly. Like, I still see her. So weekly, she's engaged. Six. She's with some woman. Like, okay, what else? Anyways. Um, but but Bron- Bron- Bronwyn really missed. If you're going to say it's a trend to like actually be with women, Bronwyn missed that trend, man. She could have like, she, if, this, if Bronwyn cool. was there, yeah, she could have been at the forefront of all of this. But she's like a year and a half behind. I mean, she was she did it a year and a half ago. Damn it. Um, <laughs> what's your biggest pet peeve with Bravo right now, you guys? That they um, did not do a reunion for the Black Summer House. I don't like that. Yeah, like I heard a rumor that they yeah. they were doing one. So Black Summer Summer House Martha's Vineyard, you guys, which we loved, and they've renewed for season two. But I'm so pissed because uh, what's his name went off to war or went off into the military and he's not in Silas, season two. Maybe Silas. he needs to go to fucking war. No, he, he would have been. 
No, but that's what we want on reality shows. People that don't know how to act. Wait, you really don't want back, to... He's going to be 10 times worse, babe. Wait, so who's coming, coming back to season two? Is Amir coming back? Yes. Okay. Andy Cohen personally yeah. decided... Oh, my Amir. God. Andy, the, the Andy, biggest crush on Andy Cohen was like... He was flirting with Amir, and then, like, two days later, he was with two pinch, black men at the Pinching the nips. Like, pinching the nips, yeah. Yep. Andy was doing his thing. But but wait, 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 wait. Let Andy do his it. thing. Like, how dare you yeah, film? Like, like, give me a break. That's like, like, that was like gross. He not, was not a, like, he's on his single dad shit. Like, yeah, like, gro- I'm saying gross filming him, not gross that he was pinching the nips. Yeah, like that. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I don't like uh, what's going on with Summer House and Winter House. Like, I don't like that it filmed. Okay, Summer House, I'm used to. It films, you know, in the summer and then we get it the next year. But Winter House, it just feels so dated and so late. You know, they film in February. So you're saying you wish it was a like you wish November. it was put out well, because they have to wait till Summer House is over, then Southern Charm to launch, and then after Southern Charm is usually when Winter House comes on, right? Yeah, but now we don't really have as many players of Southern Charm, like, it's not about Greg and Austin anymore. We have now Corey and Sam and... Corey and Sam, from, I don't think, are on this. I think Corey and Sam aren't on anymore. They just cancel the whole thing, honestly. Which one? Winter House? Winter House. I think well, that no, we could deal with that. I don't think they should cancel it, cancel it because they have the Black Summer House now, so we have a good mix of everybody. Like, we have some people from Southern Charm. Also, so Winter House is going to be... Well, Winter House has Tom Schwartz. It has... uh, What's his name from... uh, that one. Uh, Family Karma, uh, Brian, uh, Benny. Uh, Brian Benny. It has like it has like a, a uh, it has a couple people from Below Deck, I think. Kate oh, Moody. okay. So they're really whooping it up this this season. They're we'll like mixing it up. It's like an, an all stars. All right. Well, don't cancel it. Well, I like listen, I, I on Below Deck either. Like they just it's uh, too you, much Below Deck. Uh, I feel. But you so you didn't watch Below Deck Down Under? You guys. Aren't following I, that? We heard this about episodes were stuff. wild. Yeah, I heard about it. I, now they need to cut the cameras for real. That no, was no it was it was ha- they handled it uh, like really well for yeah. all things considered. They were like immediately production what like immediately hell? got the guy. Like Asia and Captain Jason were amazing. It was cr- yeah. actually it made me proud to watch that show because I was like, you guys handled this really well. Um, speaking of Southern Charm, though, am I allowed to tease who you're going to have coming up on soon on on Bravo? Uh, we're black. Are you? Are we yeah, allowed to tease I that? I don't think that she does that many podcasts. That's the thing. Yeah, because so you, we're going to have her soon. You can tell yeah, the I mean. Am I, so you're going to have Vanita, who I loved on Southern Charm last season, and Vanita really like had to take a couple to the chin, like in terms of like the hits she got. And we see her in the trailer for Southern Charm, the new season. I'm really curious to her role, but you'll be speaking to her soon, so you guys need to to go check that out. But do you? What did you think about seeing the Southern Charm trailer? It was a good trailer, but the problem is, is that like I personally stopped watching. Southern Charm, the second episode of last season when it was, I don't know if that was, was, that was Olivia, not Taylor. I want to get the people, the players, right? Olivia was like, oh, you're calling people racist. That's a heavy accusation without even 
knowing what's going on. Uh, but I had to catch up on it because we are interviewing. We need it soon. I mm. like the Southern Charm trailer because I like the mess. I like the fact that, you know, Taylor, Olivia, Vanita, like, and Leva is, she like, they're all in the mix and Leva has more of a, um, a more leverage. Haha, <laughs> Leva leverage. Because I, she now has, you know, her show, Southern Hospitality. So I can't wait to see how her having that show changes her respect, like, in the group, within the group dynamics and things like that. And also that even though people turned against Paige this season of Summer House, I can't wait to see Paige tell Craig just how much she still does not want him, does not want to marry him. And every time she, you know, thinks about marrying him, she cries. So, you know, it <laughs> that's was how good. she gets out of every scene with Craig, though. She cries and then she gets out of it. Exactly. And I would cry, too, because I would not want to marry him. So, what do you guys want to know from Vanita when you talk to her? Every Like, I, yeah. I want to know... Like something that we're not expecting. Like I want her to tell us something that we're not expecting for this season because I think we all know the whole love triangle with uh, with Shep and things like that. But I want to know something that we didn't see on the trailer, something that that we can't see coming. Who might be on the outs? Who's on the ends? And also, I want to know if she can hook Bryn and Shep. By the way, you there was a picture that it looked like Bryn and Shep already met. Like they they, they you could see Bryn in the mirror. Shep was like doing something, and you see a girl that looks exactly like Bryn but in a is green it skirt. Her? Dude, I there's a hundred percent. It's got to. It's be not her until she confirms it. But, but I will say, I went on Google today to look for like Bryn green skirt to see if I saw that green skirt and anything else she had watched. And I, and I was like, oh man, what do you have to be like Tracy Bryn, Morrissey to do this right? Did you check like, her Instagram? No, I didn't, Aaron. I didn't. By the way, they need to find a better way to search Instagram because like I'll yeah. even have to go search for my old posts of like something I'm looking for. And I just like I don't know just how to find it. Just scroll really fast until you see green and then drop <clears throat> it. I always end up just like deleting shit. Anyway, so Vanita's coming on the show. Um uh, hopefully we're gonna release that one. And uh <laughs> No, don't do us. We're definitely okay, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Um, no, 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 like you were my favorite. So also I want to also that Kaya has another pod called Blowed Pod yes. that we, uh, uh, I did a conversation uh, with her last week, which I thought was great. That's going to, this is going to come out Friday. You'll be listening to this on Friday and that will have come out Thursday, the day before. So go check that out after this. I think it is worth your while. We got into a really cool conversation about a couple of things, Barbie. Uh, and then we actually got into this conversation about Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart that I and really think. And the history think, of Groundlings. And the history of Groundlings, the improv sketch. <laughs> it sounds lame, but it actually no, is. It like about, so fun. It's about coming up in LA and, and, you know, in creative endeavors. And then always Wednesday and Saturdays is the Bravo We're Black, which you want to go subscribe to, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the Patreon once again, uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash Bravo while black. You already follow them on Instagram, but if you don't go follow them there, and then hopefully we're going to get Aaron out to Bravo con this year because we missed him oh, yeah. last year at Bravo con. So you'll, oh, yeah. I mean, you'll get, you got to come to Vegas. Oh, definitely. It's Vegas. Justin we are also expecting, that I have to be there. We're expecting a few other, like, I don't want to jinx it, but maybe if I say it out loud, they will feel like they have to come on. Um, 
I'm going to get Dana Omari. We're going to talk Oh, I love to her. Dana. Yeah. yeah. Dana's awesome. I yeah. I view famous by Dana. She is the baddest bitch. Um, and we're going to have you because yeah. you have to come uh, on. So, so he's so, so yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have to come on, which by the way, I, I was talking to Samaj last night on my Patreon and Samaj was like, when you go on their show and they do black excellence, you've got to say me. And I was like, okay, Samaj. Okay. I'm not sure. Remember. 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 Samaj. It's been a while since we talked to Samaj. Samaj yeah. loves you guys. Samaj. Oh, I mean like really, truly you got fans out there. Uh, he's I a good guy. And then we also believe that Ebony is coming. So we're going to have Ebony coming up and Vanita, obviously. So we got some Judge Ebony coming up, you guys. Yeah, Judge Ebony. We got some um, people coming up, especially Ryan. Uh, we come here because we like to hear what Ryan intros us as. He intros everyone so amazing. So that's why we really came Well, did in. I do okay? Did I do No, enough? you did great, actually. Yeah. Okay. That was like one of the best intros. Like, it's period. hard when I know people a little more because then it's like, you know, there's already a relationship. It's so it's... <laughs> so do you want us to do your intro as Ryan Drop It with Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can, do, you can do my intro ever. You know, a lot of people will just be like, oh, here's Ryan. You know, like, it, you don't no, have to do... I, I just no, like to do intros. No. I like to do intros because... People that might not know you, like, you know, it's just like, this is why you should know them. This is, you know, like, and don't worry, even if you don't know them, you're going to have a good time. Like, I, and also I think it's, you know, I want people to like, go like, you are like, damn, you guys are like somebody, you're somebody like to all of us, you're somebody to me. Like, I admire you guys. I, you know, like, we're all in the same business. So it's like, yeah, let's all like, we're here to like, you say, chop it up, but like, let's let people know why you should be listened to. We really appreciate it. And we all yes. started off together. So it's good yeah. to see who, you know, hung around. And we're all going to end together. And we're all going to end together. <laughs> what if that sounds so scary? It should be scary. It's like John Jansen. Yeah, like we're going to end like, together. Yeah. Uh, in the apocalypse with Bronwyn hosting. And- <laughs> God, you would love that, Aaron. Aaron, the worst takes in Bravo history. Bronwyn, you love Bronwyn. And then what else did we find out? That, that he's obsessed Aaron was... with Drew. He's like, I, that's well, I want to say I like Bronwyn. Like, you know, I, I, no, I don't, I don't dislike. Now. The only thing yeah. with Bronwyn, there was one page six article a year and a half. Like it was like two lesbian relationships before the one lady she married. And a page six article came out about how intense of orgasm she was having. And I was like, you don't have to like, tell us every, like, I mean, like that's a, she was like, Oh, it's like right. 30, I was like, 30 minute orgasm. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, Damn, I was like, girl, I was that's like, what I want to hear actually. If you want to come on the podcast, you are more than yeah, welcome. You because talk about that, that is something to talk about. I am all about women. Uh, of course, you would love three sixty five. Yeah. Oh my god. Hit me up for some okay. thirty minutes. Okay, I got. I got to pee. This is too. This is. I got. I got to. You're. I've got a UTI. Halle Berry's Catwoman is the best Catwoman ever. <laughs> Oh God! Well, there's an Aaron take right there. No, it is not the best Catwoman ever at all. And by the way, I just read a book about Halle Berry and like that Catwoman experience. Is that she was coming off winning the Oscar, so it was like she would think but, she would have this slew. Good. You would think she, 
You see those monsters ball, you guys? Yes. She Billy, Billy Bob Thornton. She's like, like, I just want to feel good. But she yeah. couldn't. Catwoman was the only film that was going to like pay her like the big bucks, like because nobody was else offering like Oscar winning roles, and so they, you know, they paid like this, uh, uh, like an amazing fee for an actor, and you know, she took it, and it just didn't turn out to be the movie that she was that she thought it was going to be. And yeah. she blames Catwoman a lot for like, if it had been a better movie, her career could have gone even further. But she was great. That's what I'm saying. I, I listen. She was okay. great. Like, okay, I don't we're going to do, do, do a Catwoman podcast next. Maybe that's where we'll we pick up with your podcast yeah. next. Week. Yeah. When you come on our podcast, we I'm will coming on next week. On the, po- on the pop culture yeah. episode. And we will okay. literally talk about a bunch of pop culture things. Okay. Yeah, sorry we didn't get to talk a lot of pop culture things today, but I need your Bravo opinion. So no, I love fine. you. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Love you. Love you. Bye. Betches.